0: that's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Gina Stevens. Welcome to Beloit Radio, where we bring you digital marketing tips, expert interviews, and industry news for community media, community radio, and independent media. Visit our website at BeloitMedia.com. Welcome to Beloit Radio. My name is Gina Stevens. Thank you for joining us today. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Facebook, how you can successfully use Facebook to optimize your promoted post. And uh, some of you may already be using promoted posts, and some of you may not be using promoted posts, but you're actually thinking about using them. I do promote my posts On Facebook I have a dedicated budget to um, use for promoted post on Facebook and I have a dedicated budget to promote um, post on Twitter I actually use the monthly program to um, promote post on Twitter which is the $99 a month um, promotion plan and I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a later podcast but I really like that but now Excuse me. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about promoting posts on Facebook, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can improve your engagement on Facebook. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, Facebook promoted posts, also called boosted posts, are available to any page, any business page that has at least 30 likes. So if you have at least 30 people who have liked your page, you can boost your posts. Okay. The things you cannot boost, though, are images that have too much text on them. So if you have an image that has more than about 30%, 30% text on the image, you cannot boost that image. So there are certain things you cannot boost. And um, once you try to boost a post, uh, Facebook is going to actually tell you while you're in the process of trying to boost that post whether or not you can actually boost it. But I can tell you uh, from experience that you cannot boost a post that has more than 30% text on an image. So, promoted page posts, which are boosted posts, display as sponsored stories in a news feed. So most of you have seen those. So as you're scrolling through your news feed on your personal page, there are going to be sponsored posts or sponsored ads that show up in your news feed. These are not the ads that show up on the right-hand side of the page um, as ads on the right-hand side of the page. Those are marketplace ads, okay? Marketplace ads show up on the right-hand side of the page. Sponsored posts show up actually in the news feed. So these, these appear both on your desktop and your mobile device. And when you create your sponsored post, um, Facebook is actually going to show you what that ad is going to look like on the desktop version and what it's going to look like on the mobile version. And you get a chance to look at it and see what it looks like. And if you don't like what it looks like, and that's really a real-life view of what it's going to look like. If you don't like what it's going to look like, you really want to back out of there and start all over. If someone likes, shares, or comments, um, or even claims an offer from a promoted post, the boosted post is then displayed in their friends' newsfeed. So, if I see a sponsored post and I like it, share it, or I claim an offer that you have um, that you are uh, promoting in that post, once I like it or share it or I claim your offer, it then shows up in in the feed of my friends. So that's one way the engagement of your promoted post um, is increased. So that's one of the reasons you want to actually pay to promote a post or boost a post. Pushing content you've already used as a post is one of the easiest and most efficient ways to advertise on Facebook. So you may want to go back through Your post that you already have on Facebook, and there may be something that you're like, you know, what I posted this probably a month ago, and I really I think it's good. It has some um, traction already. I want to boost this, so you can go back and you can boost that post. Boosting a post that's already popular can help increase visibility. If a post isn't popular and you want to increase visibility, keep the following in mind before you pay for promotion. So here are some tips to keep in mind before you actually pay for promotion. Now, um, one of the things I want to say before you get started is if you have not started doing pay-for-play is what I call it, which is basically paying to promote your your post on your Facebook page, this is going to be trial and error for you. Um, And trial and error means you're going to have to pay attention to the analytics that come along with you're um, paying for your post. Now, when you pay to boost a post, Facebook is going to provide analytics. It's going to tell you here's, here's what you paid, here's what your engagement was, here's what, you, here, here's what your reach was, here's my, how many likes you got, here's, who, you know, here's your um, click-through rate, here's all these. It's going to give you all these analytics, and you need to really pay attention to that so that you get a really good idea of what works and what doesn't work. So before I get started, I want you to know for anybody who hasn't started doing this yet or if you already have um, done boosted posts, if you're not watching your analytics and paying close attention to those, then you really should go back and start looking at those. So number one, does your boosted post include a call to action? If you're boosting posts, if you're paying to promote a post on your Facebook page and there is no call to action, you're really throwing money out the window So make sure you include a call to action on your promoted post. Consider asking your target audience to do things like sign up for a newsletter, register for a webinar, or visit your website. Sign up for a newsletter or register for your webinar are two things. Those are lead generation um, tactics. So when you ask them to sign up for a newsletter, you capture their email address, you know, their first name, last name, and their email address. You may even want to capture um, first name, last name, company name, um, their job title. Same thing with asking them to register for a webinar. You can actually do a webinar that's specifically designed to integrate with your Facebook advertising so you do a Facebook advertising campaign specifically to capture leads so the, the purpose in doing the webinar is because you're going to do a Facebook uh, campaign so that you can capture leads so you do this the webinar and then you promote the webinar and when people sign up for the webinar you ask first for first name last name company name, their job title, because you want to know who, the reason you want to know job title is because you want to know who the decision makers are. That's what you want to know. And then email address. So if you're promoting posts on your Facebook page, you really want to call to action because you want to capture these leads. So the second thing I want to say is, are you committed to monitoring and testing your promoted post as engagement? And that's something that I've already talked about briefly already, is that monitoring and consistently testing the promoted posts can help you discover unique engagement patterns for various content. So what you're going to learn if, if you're actually monitoring and consistently testing your promoted post is... You're going to discover very unique engagement patterns for various content. And you're going to discover unique engagement patterns for video, for images, for various images, for images with faces, for images without faces, um, for images with, with, with text, without text. You're going to start noticing these things, okay? Um, so make sure you monitor and consistently test different types of content and then watch your analytics, Okay. By tracking your promoted posts, you're going to also understand the best times for promoting posts. So what you want to do is you want to promote posts during certain days of the week, just on the weekends, things like that, and then watch how your engagement goes up or down. And again, like I said earlier, this is going to really be um, when you first start, This is going to be a trial and error situation for you. So you're not going to want to throw a whole lot of marketing dollars into promoting your Facebook post in the beginning because this is really going to be trial and error for you. So learn how to um, analyze your Facebook uh, promoted post um, ads and then watch what happens as you test various content and various times of the day and then uh, my next tip is consider geo your boosted posts i want to change that to not consider geo but definitely do geo targeting and the reason i say that is because um you don't you you really want to do geo because again you're going to want to test your engagement in various areas So, for example, when I do my promoted post, I will often break it down. I will run the same ad, the exact same ad, and I will promote it in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, Jamesville, Wisconsin, Beloit, Wisconsin. It's the exact same ad, but I'm promoting it in various cities, okay? Because I want to see how it performs in each city. That's what I want to see, okay? Okay. And from there, I will be able to tell where which audience is most interested in what I'm trying to sell. so I want and then I will break it down to um uh male female age groups, and I really do a lot of testing of my Facebook ads as far as geo targeting and gender and age to get a really good idea of who my audience is, who my interested buyers are. So I want to change that from consider geo-targeting to definitely do geo-targeting. The next thing I want to say is use vibrant photos and videos. I talked a little bit about this already, but when you're picking photos and deciding on what videos you want to use, you don't want to use really bland pictures. You want to make sure that you're using really bright, clear, high-quality pictures when you're putting your graphics together for your promoted posts. Um, there are plenty of places you can go to get uh, images that you can use in your ads. One of the places that I go to is called Pixabay. P-I-X-A-B-A-Y, Pixabay, or Pixabay or Pixabay.com. Another service I use is Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com, Canva. And then another service I use, which I've actually started using way more than I use either Pixabay or Canva, is called Snappa, snapp Snappa. Now, Snappa is $15 a month flat fee, um, Canva you actually can use for free, but the nicer graphics and the nicer features you do have to pay for. Now, with Snappa, it's a $15 flat rate, flat rate unlimited. So I found that Snappa makes more sense for me because of the amount of graphics that I that I create in a month's time. I'm, I find that I'm creating, you know, 100 graphics a month. If I was doing that on Canada, I'd probably spend about $100, right? With Snappa, I spend 15. Snappa has a huge database of graphics that you can choose from to use. So you can go to Snappa. They have high-quality images that you can use for your Facebook, for your Twitter, for your LinkedIn. Not only do they have those images available, but they will resize those images for you to be the right size to use on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Why do you need to use the right sizes for each social network? Because those images need to render correctly on each device. There's nothing worse than scrolling through my Facebook feed and I see an image and it's cut off on the left or the right or on the top or the bottom and I can't see the entire image because it's, someone uses the wrong size. Or I'm scrolling through my feed on Twitter and I can't read everything on the image because you can put as much text as you want on an image on Twitter. And I'm scrolling through and I can't read anything on the image because it's the wrong size. Same thing with LinkedIn. Well, that's a great feature that Snappa has that's a little bit more difficult to do on Canva. Well, Snappa has this great feature that will automatically create an image in the right size for you. And then if you create the image for Twitter in one size, you just hit resize, and it'll say, okay, which one do you want to resize it for? And you say Facebook. And then it'll say, okay, do you want to duplicate this? Or do you want to override the image that you currently have? And you say duplicate so you can keep the version for Twitter and you can just copy it, exact image, and make it a Facebook image. So I'm going to suggest Snapper. Now, with videos, I definitely suggest using videos, but I'm going to kind of push you to think more about using live videos and do more live streaming. Now, um, my last tip is ask questions. When you are thinking about... Promoting content on Facebook, when you do, when you actually promote your content, try to ask a question when you're posting this content. Because typically, you want to people people like when you ask someone a question or their opinion. We like to give you our opinion. We're, we're you know that's just how people are. You ask you ask someone an opinion, they're going to give it to you. Um, include your community members in your decision making by posting and promoting a question. Social media users like giving their opinion, and they will appreciate your interest in their input. A lot of times, they're going to give you their opinion even if you didn't ask for it. So make sure you ask the questions, but ask specific questions so that you get the answers that you want versus not asking a question at all, and you're getting all this input and all these opinions that that probably aren't going to be very useful for you because you didn't really ask the right questions. Um, Many marketers have switched from marketplace ads to boosted posts um, because marketers have experienced a 30% to 50% increase in conversions. I'm going to say that, again, most marketers have experienced a 30% to 50% increase in conversions. They've also learned that promoted posts create a more engaging advertisement for their target audience. You can't get any engagement on a Marketplace ad that sits on the right-hand side of the page. There's no engagement there other than you click on it and you go wherever they want you to go. With a promoted post, you can comment on it, you can like it, share. So they're seeing that there's far more engagement by promoting a post that you put on your page versus running an ad on the marketplace, which just runs on the right-hand side of the page. Okay, so the next thing i want to talk about is how you can improve your engagement on Facebook other than the boosted post. So um, one of the things you want to to, to think about is determining the best days you should post your content. So one of the things I have learned is the best days for me to post content on Facebook. Now, I try to post every day, which doesn't happen because I'm trying to run a business and I spend a lot more time working on my clients' um, work than I do my own. But for those of you who are working strictly on just your work and your content, you um, what I've learned when I do have time to work on my own uh, social media is that Thursday through Saturday, is the, those are the best days for me to post content. Um, that's just for me. When you develop the content, when you develop your content, you use on Facebook, keep in mind the best days to post your content. Optimum posting days vary depending on your industry. However, for, let's say, B2C brands, a business selling a product or service to a consumer, the weekends are the best days to post. Uh, Social media usage starts to increase significantly on Thursdays. People are online trying to decide what they're going to do for the weekend and checking in with their friends to see what their weekend plans are. Uh, Top marketers agree that social media posts experience a 14% higher interaction rate on the weekends. And I want to also say that you uh, even if you're not um, posting on the weekends, if you wait until about five or six o'clock, even during the weekdays you're going to see a significant increase in in uh, engagement on your post uh, posting your most valuable content Friday through Sunday or even on the weekdays after five or six um, you're going to see a significant increase in your conversions. Another thing timing is everything. Pay attention to the time you post your content, which is what I just got through talking about. The optimum posting time for B2C brands is usually between eight PM and seven AM during the work week. Eight PM and seven AM during the work week. People are have done, are done with dinner, you know, they're finished up. That's B2C brands though. That's people who are companies that are selling a product or service to the consumer. 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. People are done with dinner. They're settled for the night. They have put the kids to bed. They're hanging out. They're playing on their phone instead of watching TV, you know, and then this hits all of those time zones, you know, the 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. That hits all those time zones for finishing up dinner, and then we get up for work in the morning. We're checking their phones. That's kind of one of the first things we do. We check our phones before we hop in the shower. That's why it's 8 p.m. to 7 a.m., because by 7 a.m., we're out the door, right, to head to work. And then it's between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. on the weekends, okay? Social media users are online during the workday, regardless of how hard companies work to keep their staff from playing around on Facebook during the workday, right? So, so companies have blocked People from being able to get on the Facebook and the Twitter and the LinkedIn and the Instagram on their work computers, right? They've done that. But that doesn't stop people from using their phones to get on Facebook and Twitter and whatever. So people are still getting on Facebook and Twitter and all that during the day, using their phones. I know this because I chat with people all the time on Facebook during the day. And I'm thinking, are you people working? Well, of course you're working because I'm working and I'm on Facebook. So people are still on Facebook during the day. Because most people who check their Facebook account during the workday are doing so pretty quickly, Um, glancing at their news feed, checking their inbox or monitoring comments on one of their updates. They don't have a lot of time to get engaged with your brand's contract, but they wait until after they get off work, and then they come back, right? So they're going to come back after they get off work. What I find that I am doing is saving it. So if I see something that I really want to get involved in, I hit the save button, and then I come back to it, okay? So that's why marketers are seeing a 14% higher interaction rate on their post. So determine how often... You should post content since Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are the best days for B2C brands to post content on Facebook. Posting twice per day on those days will significantly, significantly increase interaction with your content. Now, again, I will say weekdays after six is also going to be pretty good for you as well. Posting once Monday through Thursday will help maintain your brand's consistency and increase interaction on your posts. So, once Monday through Thursday, and twice. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and this is the bare minimum for everyone who says, I'm too busy, I can't stay on top of my Facebook, I can't stay on top of my Twitter, I can't do that, I'm too busy. So I suggest once a day, Monday through Thursday, and twice, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that's bare minimum, and you can always sit down and um, kind of schedule these all out and use a tool like Hootsuite to, to schedule and set and forget, so you Put all your content in there on, on a Sunday night or a Monday morning. Put it all in and schedule it. And then Monday you, you schedule it, and then you don't have to look at it again uh, until the next Monday. The only reason you would even have to look at it is for, to respond to comments, and that's it, okay? Keep your updates character count short. So on Facebook, you <laughs> Facebook allows more than 60,000 characters in an update. Twitter allows uh, 280. Um, Marketers believe from testing that on Facebook, posts that utilize less than 200 characters, and if you can hit less than 100, that's even better, uh, receive a 21% higher interaction rate. And Twitter has increased theirs to 280, and marketers are still trying to hit that 140. Stick to, we're still trying to stick to the 140, even though Twitter has raised theirs to 280. So the next one is ask your community for input. Um, again, we talked a little bit about that when we talked about optimizing your Facebook promoted post. Now we're talking about improving engagement. So uh, this is this always, always with improving engagement you want to ask for input and ask questions. So asking a question or asking your community members opinions when you post your content uh, will significantly increase interaction with your content. And again, make sure you use a call to action. So that is the advice I'm giving you about Facebook for today. My name is Gina Stevens. And thanks for joining me here on Belwad Radio.